1: Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is November 13th. Andy, how are we doing? Brendan, I'm oh. doing,
0: uh, you know, <laughs> I don't feel great. I'm a little under the weather. I just got up.
1: Uh, but how are you doing? I, I got to know about you. I'm great. I'm happy as a clam. It's Victory Monday. We had Victory Friday with Badgeant Ball. Uh, just a delightful Thursday night football game that the entire nation got to take in on Amazon Prime or whatever it is. Uh, and then we have victory Monday for the Browns who went into Baltimore and jammed it up Lamar's ass and the Ravens, the first elite, you know, first place AFC North <clears throat> Ravens went in there and won one of the better games at my Browns fandom history. And, you know, that speaks to maybe that that thin history as it is, but an insane, incredible victory, better than the Niners game by far earlier this year. Just an incredible game. We go down for it. It's like everything Browns. We don't win that game. Pick six to start the game. A missed extra point, which, of course, is going to be the difference, and we're going to lose by one. Um Both tackles are hurt. Nebulous, nebulous, shady home team defensive holding calls on third down that end up giving Lamar the first down. Like three of those. It's just like we are getting jammed. The Ravens win this every time, and somehow – we won it 33-31. It was like in, incredible. Like the reverse of everything that ever happens to the Browns. And somehow they won it. Deshaun Watson um looks very bad. Very bad. Starts one of ten with a pick six. So I was like, this is a is this for real? Is this a caricature? He gets hurt like it's like a good thing. Like we can get somebody in there who can play. Comes out of the second half, goes 14. <laughs> 14 for 14 for like 185 yards, leads them for two, like two touchdown drives. And uh, yeah, that puts me in a precarious spot of, of where does this go from here? But an incredible victory for the Browns defense. The Brown, it will just an amazing, one of the better victory Mondays of my uh, recent fandom, for sure. An incredible victory. So. You
0: know, I I felt so good. I was I wasn't watching the game. I was just watching the the scorecast, and yeah. I was like, I couldn't believe they came back. hey it, yes, be- that's yes, that's the I thing. Thought the game was over. I was like, right. oh, Browns got smoked again, right? Um, but it's I'm happy for you. It's you know? like
1: the thing that happened in Pittsburgh, where we like we lose that game. We give them a touchdown to start. Pittsburgh looks terrible. But, like, the Browns are, like, getting their own way. We still lose the game somehow. But yet, this was the one that seems like the Ravens got in their own way for whatever reason. Great, great, you know, whatever. Have you They're followed a great team. Up. What? Have you followed Illinois
0: football at all? Have you have you heard about this Paddock boy? Paddock no, boy?
1: I can't say I have. I saw there was some controversy in a shootout with uh, Indiana just it was back well, before overtime, right? Something So like,
0: anyways, we've been starting this like Luke Altmaier kid all all year. Um he gets hurt last week.
1: Last Illinois week football minute. Yeah. He gets
0: hurt at the end of the game last week. Yeah. This guy Paddock, Paddock boy comes in and he's he he's pinned back in his own zone. Yeah, <clears throat> like you know, two minutes left in the game. I don't remember exactly how much time. Yeah, he's he goes ninety yards, wins the game. <laughs> his passer ratings like you know through the roof because yeah. one drive, one
1: drive. Yeah, so it's one like drive oh, gets it done. This was yep. an
0: incredible one drive this week. He's playing. Uh, Altmeyer still hurt. He throws for five hundred in seven yards. He's just like, what? he's just ripping balls. He's just ripping the ball down the field. It's it's unbelievable, but he's a senior.
1: Oh, so he's just been there all along. The career backup started, so to speak. Yes. Or a fringe 4A guy, something like that. And now but he's just h- crushing it.
0: We've never, I mean, he's, he's set the Memorial Stadium record for passing this week. And this is, I think this is the whole problem with the NIL. Yeah. Is that this Altmeyer boy? I mean, he's been fine. He's been fine. He came from SEC school,
1: got a big NIL deal,
0: but he's not even the best quarterback on the team.
1: Yeah. Yep. That's, I mean, this reminds me of like, speaking of Brown's minute, like Kelly Holcomb. Was he better than Tim Couch all along? Came in, started throwing for like 450 yards, got hot, but. That's your Illinois football minute. I'm glad you got a quarterback, a very in enthusiasm around a quarterback. You can rally around for the next whatever it is. Three well, weeks, we got Iowa. Weeks.
0: We got we got a John Paddock uh, squares off against Iowa.
1: I don't know. Oh, if, very for, exciting. Like, see if, we can infuse
0: some, if he can <laughs> infuse some
1: offense into in that rivalry. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good. Good for Illinois. Happy for you. But this is Victory Monday on multiple fronts. Illinois, Badge and Ball, the Browns. DC got smoked. We won five in a row. That was too too good to be true. Immediately got smoked by Virginia Here, Tech.
0: Here's, but, a, here's a headline. What? Brett, Brett Bielema has a huge decision. Luke Altmaier or John Paddock.
1: Like, what, what decision is there? What paper is that in? Chicago Sun-Times. Okay. All right. I was just wondering where that headline is. Is that like the head of ESPN.com or where is that headline happening? With, okay. Chicago Sun-Times. All right. I like it. I like it. Very good. I'm glad you have some enthusiasm around a quarterback. Something you can get behind. A little interest here in late November. That's all you ask for with some of our college. Just a little interest in November. Have a little intrigue, reason to care, and not be checked out. And it looks like you've got that. Um,
0: 125, 125 remaining faced 4th and 11 from Minnesota's 15-yard line. That's where. That's when he entered Illinois football lexicon went Lore. three for three three yeah. for three for 85 yards yep and that yep. and that game this game 507 yards i mean like <laughs> these throws are crazy he's making like i'm not an analyst i'm not going to pre- uh pretend to right. be a football We're talking analyst.
1: way too much about paddock boy this is preposterous in illinois football like come on all right let's go on let's these talk throw- about golf <laughs> Speaking of having a chance or a reason to care in November, um, the PJ Tour has had the, I mean the golf is delivered here in the last two Amazing. weeks. Amazing. I'm not saying it's a big audience. I'm not saying it's like a lot of people or a mass scale of people are gonna care. We had Eric Van Roy in tears playing for his, his friend, uh John Trasmar in Mexico last week. Uh just beat Camilla Villegas. Who comes back the next week and wins? After it was almost a decade, basically 2014 Wyndham, so a little less than a decade, gets his first win. He's of course uh, suffered personal tragedy in those intervening in intervening years, losing his daughter to cancer, um, and wins. And <sighs> Bermuda, Mexico again. Like, why do these events? exist. Who are they for? What are they accomplishing for the larger professional game um, and a product and uh, certainly draw any interest? It's, they're never going to be big deals. Um, Joseph lemagna had a thing in the newsletter about how just stratifying these events makes sense. There are signature events. There are these things or there are other events. I think we've kind of always made that argument of don't tell me don't come to me and tell me like the Rocket Mortgage Classic is the biggest deal. The tour, the way to the tour positions itself, and a lot of this stuff is more of the issue. Give me things to enjoy, appreciate. I love a mid-major conference. Like I, I there, there's ways to get more invested if you're upfront and honest about some of this stuff. And often the golfers deliver when you don't suggest to me that. Such and such cup or such and such race for this is the biggest deal in the world. I I can appreciate what the golfers are actually doing and performing. And this week was an incredible story. Two in a row, some of the best best stories of the year at somewhat sleepy events. And again, uh, just sort of stratifying these events, to, you know. Letting us appreciate them for what they are, and I know that's a different deal. You can't go to the sponsor and tell them, you know, you're getting the you're getting the C list here, but we still need all your money. But it, it's been an incredible run you're for DJ. You're Tour. getting
0: the Butterfield, you know,
1: your Butterfield. Uh, it, you're our it, Butterfield. <laughs> Accept it.
0: Butterfield, Butterfield. <coughs> it was incredible. Is I mean, two weeks in a row too. Like I, last week, I was like. You know, the Van Royan thing's happening. I didn't really know what was, you know, going on in Van Royan's life, right? You kind mm-hmm. of found that out afterwards. Sure. And yeah. while it's happening, I was thinking how amazing it would be if Camilo wins this tournament, right? Like that, right. That's, that, to me, screamed as the story last week. He finishes second, he turns around and wins this week. I mean, you always want your best golf to time up at the right time and it rarely does and and i'm sure camillo would have loved for this to happen in the middle of the summer through like you know some other events um right. that being said given the precarious position that his career and his standing on the PGA tour was on it's like one of those rare times where a guy's best golf in in a decade has uh has matched up with with uh, you know when he you know, kind of got hot, right? And this is an important part. Uh, He's got, you know, I don't know what it all means. He's now 75. He's He's got an outside chance of playing into the top 50 or into the top 60. Yeah, yeah,
1: all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, this summer you say you wish this summer he was doing TV. He was brought, he was in the booth for Golf Channel. Uh, I mean, we're not talking John Rollins territory or or Danny Chops, but it was getting
0: that way. I, I uh I, I know somebody that has worked with Camillo for a long time and uh I texted I texted him yesterday and he's and he wrote back incredible, nothing motivates a player like threatening them with a career in TV. <laughs> <laughs> great great response, Matt.
1: Yeah, yeah. One day we're gonna have to just unload all the uh, all the uh, all those I don't know unsubstantiated rumors, substantiated rumors about players and TV. There's that's there's that's an amusing sort of sub business, subculture of the players going for for TV gigs or rejoicing that they don't have to take a TV gig. Um, Vachegas opens with four birdies in his first seven holes. He's battling Alex Norin. He and Matty Schmid there sort of a young up-and-comer alongside him. no one's going to suggest this was the biggest crucible of professional golf and and the most intense battle. But uh, for someone who hasn't won in 10 years and suffered all this tragedy in between, understand if your career is over, he's had injuries, had significant injuries. um, It was impressive. Great story. Nonetheless, I love 17, he jumps in front of Norrin to make birdie on top of him. You know, you got the the broadcasters. I think it was John Cook, Cookie Jar. Um, and uh, Craig Perks was down there, A friend Craig Perks. Yeah. They're like, I've never seen that before. In pro golf, he jumps, takes the honor, taps in, you know, a little more than a tap in, two, three feet, and makes the birdie on top ahead of Norrin, who's away. And off the green to force him to like, you have to hold this to even like keep track unless there's some disaster on 18. Uh, it was interesting here. Cook and Perks, like I've never seen that in my whatever decades of professional golf. So he, he really threw the gauntlet down <laughs> at the end after coming out hot. So he played well. Obviously it was, it was interesting to watch down, the, down the stretch And that's all you want again, like Illinois football in November. All you want is a little intrigue and the final the hour of the Bermuda. Bite. of the Bermuda championship. Um, I don't know. Personally, like I found like EVR last week was exceptional. He was like, you talk about their play. Like he was incredibly enlightening and intelligent to listen to. And uh, you know, I'll use the trite word perspective. Like, yeah. Like I wish I, I hope I have that perspective when I'm confronting some sort of challenge in my life, the way he talked about it, the way he talked about friendship. And then Camillo was the same. Like, yeah. the, like you suffer the worst possible thing, right? Pretty much. It's like the worst thing you would want to go through. Imaginable. And, um, how do you reconstruct your life after that? Professionally, obviously personally, how do you figure that out? And the fact that he's done that in a way is, is I'm in awe of that. And, and just being able to respond and get back on tour. Um, it's an incredible story, and and like again, these golfers keep delivering. But they're also like really, really impressive people. I found them impressive to listen to, and I think we're a pretty hard judge of that around here. We generally come at these guys pretty skeptically. There are a lot of pricks. There are a lot of deluded, self-indulgent narcissists. But listening to these two the last week I was like wow. There's like a lot of really smart, good people also on this tour, and let them let them go and have a chance. So.
0: Yeah, I. I mean, I kind of loved and obviously Camillo's careers had a lot of like ups and downs. Uh, and mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I do, I, I feel like a lot of people listening might not know that, like how good Camillo was. Stud. He was yeah. unbelievable. Yep. Um, so he's had a lot of ups and downs. He's been through the ringer. And I did love uh, in this post round interview how he kind of related, you know, life and, and, and golf, because, you know, for some people um, that have struggled, uh, uh on the PGA tour, it is like a, you know, it's a microcosm of life, like professional golf. You have to go up and down, you know, and you have with his, with his life, obviously, you know, like you said, reconstructing it from that moment with, you know, what happened to his daughter, it feels like any, anything is in the realm of possibilities, what that would do to a a person. Right. Yeah. You're like, you're kind of like at this point where you could go any direction and for him to go, kind of like right back um, and reach really like a level of play that he hadn't reached in a while is is super impressive.
1: Yeah. The one thing I got from his his press conference or whatever, all his comments is like gratitude. Like it's a really easy thing to like give, but it's hard to summon up and uh, or hard to be emotionally intelligent to, to talk on that way. And just talking about the game, he's like, "This game like kills you. It like just beats you up." But I'm so lucky to have had it and all that it's given me, you know. And, and there's a lot of pros. I think that probably feel that way. There's some that maybe don't, which we'll get to here in a minute with the uh, pack board meeting coming up uh, as they decide on uh, equity and all this stuff. Um, hey,
0: you know what? You know what? Uh, it sounds like it's been just a great Victory Monday. Um, yeah, <laughs> there's a great way to celebrate Victory Monday, and it's with our friends from Fat Cork. I dipped into some fat cork this weekend. My my uh
1: Mrs. Fried Egg and I had uh, got a full. Oh Jesus! You got a new dog. That's a this a this is this is, is, <laughs> is you got your little under the weather, and you got a new dog who's rumbling and stumbling, <laughs> imposing his will on the fat cork ad read. You got a second dog. Things are not simple enough in the shed. You needed to inject this new variable. Uh, so you got a new dog who wants some fat cork. He's he's he wants some fat cork in the background. That's he's wondering right. what this world of fat cork has come into. Uh, my my uh, Mrs. Fried Egg and I are really wondering what we what we've done to ourselves. Also, so. It's five (laughs) thirty in the morning. You've got your new dog. You're trying to suggest I should celebrate Victory Monday with Fat Cork. I mean, I would suggest maybe Monday evening, afternoon. Like, I guess you could celebrate, but Monday morning with Fat Cork's is a really aggressive move. Although this was a once (laughs) in a once in a lifetime win for the Brownies, but uh, FatCork.com/slash/golf is the URL landing page they've set up for us. They've got a little golf guy. Popping the bottle of champagne, a little gif, little gif I can really appreciate at the top of the page. And then a bunch of different packages. Someone, uh, oh, someone DM'd us that, you know, they they got one of the bundles. Where is it? Let me find it. It was really hard. I got a bit of an eye roll from my wife when she saw there were golf tees. So look, they are taking care of us. They put golf tees in the package. The wife rolled their eyes. This is from a, a listener. I think Dave is his name. Got a bit of an eye roll from my wife when she saw the golf tees, and explaining the framework agreement bundle was not easy, <laughs> but the bubbles are a huge hit, and the fr- <laughs> which you can understand a little bit of everyone. They get get our amusements off with the names, some golf tees, and then you you know everybody's happy when oh my god I'm seeing the big woozy. <laughs> <laughs> champagne magnum sold out sticker on that one. Sold out big woozy is bringing in the uh sales. So that, no that one, yes, there's a sold out sticker on the landing page for the big woozy champagne. Oh, god, <laughs> people went for that one last week. So again, there's framework agreement explaining okay. it to your significant other may be a challenge. But uh, you're supporting friends of the program. You're delivering, hopefully, a hit at home. And you're having a little fun with us with some of these names. Fatcork.com slash golf is the landing page. Golf gets you free shipping. The promo code golf gets you free shipping. I'm on the
0: website. I think it's like a significant thing here. Usually, they only give free shipping on orders of $400 or more. So this is a good promo. Like, if I got to spend $400 for free shipping, that shows,
1: like, how, how much value free shipping is on these things, right? Right. 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 Um, it's like $20 to the $80 to ship these sometimes based on how much they're sending out. So uh, promo code GOLF gets you free shipping. Again, good friends Listen, of the program. Trying to cut out the middle guy here, going straight to the growers and get you good, high-quality stuff. I wasn't a champagne guy. I'm just going to say <laughs> yeah. this.
0: I'm I'm having... I, I had some family in town. Um we were going down to the city. We were ha- we were having drinks on our on our outside outside our house. You know, some Chicagoans just basking in the glory of fall out here. And uh-huh. uh we're drinking I'm drinking beer and my b- wife opens a bottle of champagne and she's, you know, and I'm like, "Oh, pour me a glass." I just stopped stopped what yeah. I was doing. I'm not a, I was not a champagne guy before. Now I'm into it. I enjoy all this stuff. And i that's the best testimony I could give. Uh, yep. You know, two, yep. a year ago today, I would never have
1: been like, pour me champagne. <laughs> well, they proposed, like, is this a part? Like, we can't. Like, it's going to be tough. It's going to no. be tough. But everything about it's been fabulous. <laughs> fabulous people. And again, holidays are coming up. So even if you're not a champagne guy, holidays are a reason to add a little extra there. Fatcork.com slash golf promo code golf. All right. Any other cleanup from the Bermuda Championship? Alex Noren, good for him, playing well. Uh, you know, I don't know why he's playing. He has, like, a funky schedule. He likes to be home in uh, Scandinavia in the summer, so he skips a lot of the PGA Tour events, and then he kind of plays at different odd times over here. See, I the can State.
0: appreciate that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, he just, like, he just skips big money events sometimes or critical stretches, and I think he plays, you know, a lot in the fall or in the winter. Uh, on the PGA tour. So he had a good run. Shout out to the Bryan brothers, both making the cut, George Bryan and Wes. Bryan, obviously Wes has had a tour career. George Bryan's first tour start makes the cut. Really uh, cool, impressive stuff. This is something I was tracking all week. Uh,
0: I've met George, gotten to know George through the years. um, And he's like just one of the most genuine human beings. I I was really happy to see him get a shot um, down there at the Butterfield. And, Amazing to see him play great, and I hope that it it fuels like a lot of confidence uh, for him as he's in you know Q school. So yep. hopefully he can get through, get his at least his corn Ferry tour status and go. Um, you know, obviously George. I think it's been written about a lot. Sean Martin wrote a great piece about him before the uh-huh. week, but you know George was a three time All American at, at South Carolina, and you know it's just uh, an example of how tough it is to to make it in professional golf
1: yep yep elsewhere in professional golf Lily vu wins the annika presented by GameBridge such and such at the blueberry farm um Louis vu now won four times started the year with zero wins i think i want to make sure i credit i think it's justin ray but i'm not sure like first player since say Pak to start a year with zero wins and then finish it with four including two majors real battle for a player of the year there with Celine Boutier, who also won two of her own majors. I think she's won five times. So Lillian Vu, the best American golfer, wins the Annika, gets in. Now we got a player of the year race. we got a race to the CME Globe deal this week, the season finale. Did not make it there uh, where Lexi Thompson did not make So this was like a JT thing, getting into the playoffs or getting into the final uh, event. Lexi Thompson does not make it, and Lily, uh, Lydia Coe does not make it, which is like stunning after how she started last year, played last year, started this yeah. year. Co and Lexi, I don't know. Maybe the LPGA's two most marketable players. I, you know, Nellie Kord has come riding in. She's up there, but like those are two of its, its banner carriers not going to be at the, uh, the season finale, like the big party and the richest purse, I think for a winner, I think they get 2 million for that one down at a uh, Tiburon, I believe. So,
0: Listen, um, I got I got some advice for those two. You know, what's that? last what's fall, that? this time of the year last fall, I wasn't feeling great. I was sluggish. I had a long year of travel. Oh, come I, was, on. Uh, oh come on. I was I was just I, I wasn't feeling my best. And you know, Headboard. that time I said, you know, if you're a longtime listener, you might know that I've been drinking A G one since then. So I started last fall <laughs> when I started drinking A G one daily. I just felt a burst of uh, energy, some vitality, some consistency that I really needed in my life. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition.
1: Wow. They've been been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Camilo. Yeah.
0: continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Uh not only did it, I replace my multivitamin with AG1, my multivitamin with AG1, but I love that every scoop also includes uh, prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes for gut support. Magnesium and B vitamins for energy support. All kinds of good stuff.
1: Wow, that's good stuff. It just stuff. makes that's me a lot feel of, yeah. great. Yeah. So I like I like starting the day with that. So I don't have to chase my magnesium levels, you know. And and the the, the probiotics and prebiotics. Like I could just get that going in the morning. I don't have to worry about that, you know. I'm good to go. That's foundational the thing. nutritional baseline, like you said. There we go.
0: A G one is a supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner for so long. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with A G one. Try A G one and get a free one year supply of vitamin D three K two. That's important stuff. Yeah, you don't like
1: Yeah, that's the one you want. D three K two. That's the one.
0: And five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash shotgun. That's drinkag1.com slash shotgun. Check it out. All right.
1: I love it. I love that. If AG1 in the morning, fat cork in the evening, that's a good double right there. Friends of the program supporting Unsubstantiated
0: us. Unsubstantiated so. rumor. I might have helped my full swing from Saturday night out. By taking a little H E one at night, it was it was fat court oh, early afternoon, H E one late night, had me feeling pretty good in the morning.
1: Again, you're using this; it's not no BS. Like this is a part of your daily routine. You're using it. All right. Thanks for them for their support. <laughs> Elsewhere in golf, Max Homa wins Africa's major, the Ned Bank Golf Challenges, was first thing early Sunday morning. Um, an achievement for Max Homa. You know, not the strongest field, but. Had some top-heavy guys, a JT, Justin Rose, Tommy Fleetwood, uh, and and Max Homa. Continues, I I don't know, his ascent, like he's already, the ascent is done, but he's sort of like taking up residence at the very upper echelon of the game. Obviously, major championships are, you know, everybody talks about that's the next step, and he did, performed really well at the Open, performed amazingly at the uh, Ryder Cup. Um, but yeah, this is a, this is a real world event. I'm glad he went over there and he was rewarded in kind with the victory. So congrats to Max Homa for that one. Um, elsewhere. What else do we have? Oh, the Hong Kong open. You see the Hong Kong open. See what happened with this. This guy was rustling, rustling around in the bushes for 15 minutes. Just breaking off live trees. Ben Campbell, Cameron Smith, Getting all upset. This is this is uh, the hon- so this is the international Asian series, Asian series, uh, international series, Asian tour. I should say, like some real stakes. Shout out to Andy Ogletree wins the Order of Merit. He is now on live. You know that guy, like, has battled back. He's made I mean, it work for himself. Could he could was, have
0: really really been down on his luck and said, "Man, I've been dealt a tough hand," but he's just played played
1: great. I mean he he took the like he took the live invitation with some of the consequences but I'm not sure they should have come down as hard as they did on him but he kind of had nowhere to play went and took the reins and won the order of merit on the Asian tour it has a spot on live via their you know promotion relegation structure and has a place to play next year if I mean live seems to be going ahead with things uh so uh, oh, by the way, live event at the Grove, where there's also a corn fairy tour event. I wonder how that's going to happen in Tennessee. Who do you think is going to sign Andy Ogletree? Do you think he's going
0: to be a hot a commodity? Do you think the cliques are going to go and make a run for him? They
1: should. They should. It's a. Good they need a little youth in that, <laughs> <do>. that roster.
0: <laughs> that's the aging roster. Here's my question. Do you think Phil is is jaded towards young players because of the Pyatt? You know, the quiet oh, situation. Yeah. You think he's afraid of of going after young talent now?
1: Well, didn't the cliques have Turk Pettit? So they may still be scarred from that situation where the, they're just going for the like the guy who made a big splash in an amateur event. But, but I guess I that's the question. Who's who's done the best with young
0: talent? Brooksy probably doesn't want anything to do with Ogletree. He's probably wondering, oh, this could be like I can't yeah. I can't Wolf. relate to these Generation Zs. Yeah. You know, look yeah. what happened with with Matt Wolf. Like they just they don't respond to my, my leadership. So, you know, where, where's the best landing
1: spot is a, is a big question for this. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Ben Campbell, I mean, like, honestly, I joke, I joke,
0: wanted, I joke but, but they should be, cov- they should be talking like that.
1: Yeah. No, I don't. I, I, I give this honest is, to God props to Ogletree for finding it and getting back to a high level of professional golf. Um, Ben Campbell, though, wins that Hong Kong Open. That was not the story. We had Fachara Khan who was battling, battling Ogletree for this order of merit. So real stakes coming down the stretch. Uh and Yanks one. This is the 16th hole looking for the order of merit into like the woods, into the middle of the woods. He finally apparently locates his Callaway after a minute or two. Then he spent 16 minutes clearing allegedly there were some dead branches there were some dead branches Campbell's losing his shit out in the like this was one of the most egregious rules deals going on he's moving stuff all around it Campbell yelled you can hear him on the tv he's moving stuff this is green this is obviously living like (laughs) breaking off branches he's on the order of merit race trying to get it 16th hole 16 minutes he spent in there chopping wood and moving stuff around. There were some dead branches, to be clear. And then he, <laughs> he gets he moves it like three feet. <laughs> he, Campbell, Cam Smith, you know, thinks it's dodgy. Uh, but yeah, this guy, that was the story of the week. Spending 16 minutes in the woods. And I don't know how. What's going on there on the Asian tour? How is there not a rules official coming in and throwing the hammer down? Guys just chopping away. You can't let that go on for that long, especially with the stakes for that Order of Merit deal. Uh, but yeah, that was our, our Ball agent don't tour. lie. on caught off yeah. Yeah, he made a double and, and yeah, Andy Ogletree is your Order of Merit winner there. Um what else? Schwab Cup, Stephen Alker, the Alker boy wins the Schwab Cup after Steve Stricker was a no show. He wins the overall, I'm sorry. He wins the Phoenix portion of the championship. Uh, the overall Schwab Cup went to Stricker, who did not show up for all three playoff events. The last one he was committed to, his dad got sick, so he backed out last week. But yeah, Elker wins the individual title there, I believe. I could be wrong. Hey, props to the
0: Schwab Cup. Props to the Schwab Cup for not, you know, curtailing to these, you know, make believe uh playoff, you know, things because they just said Stricker Stricker won. We don't need any contrived bullshit. Strickler was the best player on tour this year, and he won.
1: It doesn't matter if he didn't show up. <laughs> well, in that same vein, Roy McIlroy is your race to Dubai winner. They are playing that championship this week in Dubai via Max Homa's win and Ned Bank, and then some other obviously finishes. Rory is lock stock, and in. he is your race God. to Dubai champion. He's won it now 2012, 14, 15, 22, and 23. So, was that uh, five or
0: six, he's got to be c- catching up. Uh, it's with five, like, what was Monty? Monty, Monty won like was eight or nine.
1: Sevi was six. Monty was eight. Sevi was six. Rory is now at five. Um, barreling down on Monty. Monty yeah. must
0: be hearing footsteps while he's driving to national parks.
1: I think Monty won it seven times in a row, though, yes. consecutively, right? I think it was. Yes. Um, it was in the mid 90s, right? And I mean. Debating the merit of this order of merit is a is a subjective area, right? I mean, was the European tour much harder to win back then? The travel, the the deep I mean, the depth R- of the Rory's field. played like
0: three events.
1: <laughs> yeah. But he's won it now five times, including as a youngster, you know, 2012. So uh, it's an accomplishment nonetheless. He's showing up to Dubai this week for that. But uh coming in after some comments on Hatgate and Lakava Gate. And whatever happened, this was uh, at the end of the Ryder Cup Saturday night. He did one of his, I think it's an annual deal at this point, with Paul Kimmage and the Irish Independent. Everyone should read it. I assume it would be multiple parts. But uh, the catnip, allegedly, or, you know, actually, as, as was aggregated, hither and yon, in which we're doing right now, was Rory talking about Patrick Cantlay and LaCava and how angry he got. He said, here's what angered me. My relationship with Cantlay is average at best. Which is just a great way to put. It. I'm going to talk about the average at best that that's not that's not positioning something as strong. My relationship with Cantley is average at best. We don't have a ton in common and see the world quite differently, but when I saw he was getting stick on the 17th and 18th greens, I tried to quiet the crowd for him. I don't think Fitz and I were afforded the same opportunity to try and hold those putts to have the match. I hit a decent putt, but I underread it and Fitz had a good putt but left it short um. He says, I shook their hands. He goes back to the locker room, thinks about it. He goes, no, that wasn't right. Um, Shane Lowry is also in this interview talking about how it was a bunch of BS. It was mad. Um, and then I think he talks about seeing Ricky Elliott at the back. So they go back to the hotel. We come to the lobby. They go to our wing of the hotel. The Americans go their wing. We're going left, and someone is shouting at me, Rory, Rory. I look, and it's Ricky Elliott. This is a Northern Irishman, Kepka's caddy and Claude Harmon, and they're trying to defuse the situation, but I started having to go at them. Joe LaCava used to be a nice guy when he was catting for Tiger, and now he's catting for that dick. He's turned into a, I guess, a-hole. I guess LaCava, I don't know if that's osmosis. Cantley, I believe he's calling Cantley a dick there, and now calling LaCava an a-hole. I still wasn't in a great headspace. And Rory is, you know, in this interview, is admitting, you know, his mistakes. He's like, you know, I was way too hot at Bones. I shouldn't have done that. Probably says I shouldn't have felt this way. I, I realized why I was angered. LaCava got in my way when I get, I thought I was trying to help Cantlay when he was getting stick over the Hatgate stuff all, all day. Um, people aggregated that like crazy. Calls Cantlay a dick. What I find kind of amusing is I believe there's big board meetings this week, right? On whole like the framework agreement and their future investment partners. And aren't Cantlay and Rory both on that board? Like, and this quote comes out Sunday. I think there's a meeting this week. I'm I'm pretty sure there's meetings. If they're not, they're soon. Um, And now this is out. And everybody aggregates. I I think Rory's approaching this from a...
0: I think he's kind of... It seems like he's kind of done on on the direction that it
1: went, you know? What's that? What do you mean by that? Like how he, he went crazy in the lobby and stuff? Or... What? I'm just saying the whole policy board stuff, right? Oh, that's tough. Yeah,
0: I mean, seems like it seems. I don't know if I if I'm reading into this situation. It seems like probably there's some a lot of frustration. There's frustration on a lot of levels here, right? And I'm thinking, I think like if that was if that was Cantlay, uh, if that wasn't Cantlay, and that was Ricky Fowler. In that such same situation, everything plays out the same way. I don't think that that, that this happens the way it happens, right? Yeah. But Lakava was the person. Like I, I just, know like, C- I know, but it's all I think it's all related. Like Cantley's been I think they've been two ships trying
1: to drive the, the tour in two different directions, right? And I think in the end, Cantley might have had some points that worked out on in his favor of you know with the way shit went down in june i I, you know i i think cantley has his own faults and flaws and i think he probably comes from a very different place and what it's motivated by is probably very different uh, as rory alluded to but i I don't think he was all wrong with some of his some of his i don't know positions Let's say with the way things have gone or went and and how it's going to shake out that's a separate question the current conflict or the current debate over how they take money and what they do with it. So um I wouldn't say he's all bad in this situation or he was baseless and totally selfish. But uh that's your aggregation minute. I just find it amusing. Uh Rory Rory's honest in these Kimmage interviews. Like he just lays it all down there. And um I don't know if Cantlay was a drive by a Cantley. Like Lacava was the one I, that yeah. provoked the issue, but Cantlay and he obviously have different points of view on very many things
0: and this is why we want people talking yeah this is the value of people talking and being honest right it's now like anytime these two are in contention it like adds a layer of interest to the sport
1: yeah yep yep he talked about how much they loved him getting fired up right he's like i I love that so when they had the team meeting Luke Donald, everybody got fired up and galvanized the Saturday night there's some momentum. Again, those are insane amazing putts by Can'tley, but um, that was your aggregation minute from the weekend. So that was the big big news. Um, we'll see what happens with some of those uh, those meetings. We'll see. All right, I think that does it for your uh, Monday show Victory Monday, Brown's win Illinois wins. they might have the quarterback. Not of the future, but of the immediate or back future. of the future. <laughs> they could future. help, Is that he could a fifth help year? us
0: could help us in the Red Box bowl. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta win we gotta beat one of two to be bowl eligible for the second year in a row. I feel like that's okay. a real accomplishment. We gotta beat either Northwestern or okay. Iowa. We got Iowa okay. next week. Okay. All right. I think Let's Iowa's see. do you see the, the Iowa just can't even put 20 points on the board. It's insane. Yeah, that's
1: the thing. That's the thing they have going on. Yep.
0: The under was what? 28 over under was, 28? was 28 that's and a the...
1: half, I believe. They kept going down. It was like like 6 can't...
0: six zero at like in the third quarter.
1: It was a blocky situation. It's like, no, you can't lower that over under. You can't do it. And they kept going another point, half point. Crazy. So
0: they, What was um, the score? The score ended up 22 zip. So the under under prevailed. <laughs> hit.
1: incredible incredible they seem like they're good though the defense is good huh well yeah that's the that's they're never like bad but they're just awful to watch the problem
0: i have with illinois is we'd be in the driver's
1: seat of the big 10 west if we had paddock playing oh god the big 10 west doesn't shouldn't even have it yeah just wait till usc and ucla are in there Yeah, in oregon well, Michigan's leaving. They're done. They're leaving the uh, Big Ten, apparently. They're <laughs> Threats of leaving after the suspension. They're going to the SEC. So, I don't know. Who knows what's going to happen with the Big Ten. All right, everyone enjoy your Mondays. We'll be back with you on Wednesday. We're starting year in review. We're going to do a little bit of those recordings this week. Oh. Uh, last last event of the year with the RSM Classic. One of my favorites, as you all know. Uh, we will talk to you then. Have you done any year in review research? No, I haven't. Me either. Well, just start today. I've got four hours of parent-teacher conferences. I have too many kids. I'm going to go do that, and then maybe we'll get into research tonight. All right, start on later. That. Talk to you.